It feels so good to be back on a Tuesday with you all. Shout out. I'm feeling good. Yes, ma'am. I love the pod. If you want a t-shirt, go to sheandoutpodcast.com and get you a t-shirt. What? Self-promotion in Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up for you all one time. (laughs) Thank y'all for tuning in every week. Now, let me stop right here and say this, man. Gratitude is always our attitude, but the response that we got from last week's episode was above and beyond what we both could have asked for. So I just want to say, Indy might want to say something, but I want to say thank you to everybody who listened to last week and thank you for the feedback from last week. And thank you for telling us that we are helping so many people who might be going through the exact same thing that we don't even know. So last week was a big time episode for us and um, it was fun. I'm just happy we could, you know, we resonated with with some people. I mean, my friend made a very good point. She said, nobody nobody is being their best, the best the best versions of Mm-mm. themselves right now. So I did get a lot of messages about last week's episode. It was so it was phenomenal. I was happy that we could relate to some people and talk about it. So now we're two weeks in of no IG live and Oh, I don't like it. I don't I, I love it. I did get a couple of messages um on Saturday and was like no podcast tonight no podcast tonight let me so, tell y'all why like let, this we, time was my fault and I'll tell y'all why go ahead I mean really we're just still going through the motions really and I mean I don't like I said I don't want to do anything like that if we're just not ready to be in each other's space yeah. and then you know we, I don't want to project our negative energy onto anybody else Yep. while we're still going through, you know, whatever it is we're going through right now. But I did say that we were going to come back this week. So we will. I'm going to pray about it. And I'm going to pray that we don't get into no arguments between <laughs> like Thursday yes. and Saturday night yes. before it's time for us. So listen, we'll <laughs> be back, man. You know, we will be back. Everybody hits a, uh, a bump or a pothole in the road. You know, it takes a while to get your tires aligned again. So we didn't want to bring it. And like I said, I feel like this Saturday was my fault simply because I am a huge Nelly fan and I really wanted to watch Ludacris and Nelly. I wanted to kind of sit down and take it all in because, man, back in 2000 and back in 2000, 2000, up until, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but up until like 2004, mm-hmm. um, I had St. Lunatic everything. If we were on the live portion of the podcast, IG Live, I would have my cousin Damien, frequent, frequent um um member of the show, friend and family of the show. <laughs> I would have him call in right now to tell you guys about me driving around, listening, listening to Nelly in the 1981 Lincoln Continental. Oh, I, I gotta give it up for myself. So I had to sit down and take all that in, but listen, we'll be back and it's going to be better than ever. Um, hopefully we'll have an area set up to podcast in. Hopefully. Why wouldn't we? We have an area. I mean, yeah, we have an area, but you, I'm, I'm doing something special. I'm working. I'm, 
I'm up to something. I personally like this I know area you do. for that. I know you do, but we'll, you know, we'll. That, that is the least of really none of it matters. Like our background does not matter with us recording the podcast. Yeah, we can re- record it anywhere in this house. Shit, we can record what the matters, podcast outside. We love it. It's if we are in a good space with each other. Yeah. So all, yeah. all the other stuff is just extra. So India, how was your week? You know, beside all that, uh, tell me what you watched this week, and we're gonna talk about that too. I'm sad, by the way. I'm 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 real sad that the last dance is off now. We can't watch. I learned so much um, from the last dance that I want to apply to my own life right now. But go ahead, tell me what you watched. Though. Now I get into my bag. Later. Um, I I really haven't been watching a lot of TV. You've been watching one thing um, that I want to talk I about. I just started watching, but it, it doesn't matter because I've been like staying up way too late watching this show. You have been. Um, it's horrible. I've been binging Love Island Horrible. UK on Hulu and I'm just I don't know now I'm invested <laughs> and now I just gotta see the season off like I have to watch all the episodes because I'm so invested in it right now <laughs> when India presented this show to me I thought it was about to be like a road rules real world challenge but with couples I thought couples would be participating in games and competing against one another well, for their love when I tell you the same thing happens every episode, if you don't want to watch it, listen to me for the next minute or two minutes right now. Everything you need to know is right here. So what Love Island is, they set these people up, then they go on a date at night, then after the date, they bring more people back in, and then based off of attraction, they decide if they want to date the person or not then once they start getting to know the person they feel like eh, it's not what i want then they do it all over again the next day it's exactly how the show goes if i'm wrong i'm wrong but no. it's exactly how the show the flow of it you goes you are just not as invested in the show because you have a hard time first of all you don't be paying attention i don't you be sitting there playing monopoly and you can't you're not into the show because you can't they have i mean obviously it's the uk so they have very thick accents and so it's a combination of you not like yes. half ass paying attention and them having those like super thick accents and, and you're just kind of like over the show it. But if you just sit and watch it, I, I understand what they're saying just fine. And I like it. Beautiful so. accents, by the way. I just can't understand it. You know what I mean? So not knocking the UK accent. I'm all about it. But yeah, Love Island is not for me. I gave it a try because I want I like watching things with my wife. So then we can go back and talk about it. Love Island ain't it. I promise it ain't it. Now, on the other hand, you never watched The Last Dance with me up until that one episode. I did. I watched it, but that was because we were we were trying to make an effort. We were. To... A concerted effort to make things work and spend more time around each other, not to be upset. Yes, but then we, then we got upset again. <laughs> so... Before then, you didn't watch it. Before you were upset, you well, didn't watch it. Well, I was already mad. Either. I was upset then. You've been upset for life, then. No, just for a you're couple just a, weeks. You're just a bitter kitty over here. Meow. Yeah, bitter kitty. But anyway, I didn't feel like responding <laughs> to that. I don't. <laughs> that was nasty. <laughs> but yeah, we will be back. Um, yeah, like I said, I've been watching the Last Dance. I've been listening to the podcast after podcast. Um, I've been doing. You know, I, I've been feeling good. I like to listen to podcasts, and I'm going to talk about something else that we've been listening to in just a second. But like I said, I want to thank everybody for pushing us through. If you guys have any other issues or topics like that that you want to hear us discuss, hey, let us know. Email us at sheandipodcast at gmail.com. You will remain anonymous if you don't want us to say your name. Just let us know. Hit us up. Tell us what you think. We love to hear from you. India. Yes. Are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's go ahead and knock this shit out of the park. Let's go. During the week, we got deep. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So this week in chill, let's talk on the podcast. Um, We have to go back to last week because we forgot to talk about something. What? It's a few things that we forgot to talk about. One, 
Mm-hmm. Forgot to say, hey, happy Mother's Day to everybody. <laughs> it's the first thing we forgot to talk about. Yes. We were supposed to come on and talk about Mother's Day and like all the mothers and what happens on Mother's Day. So this episode might feel like a backtrack, but I will ask. What happens on Mother's Day? You know what we talked First about. To make like a whole like what happened out of it. Yeah, because I thought about something. What happens on Mother's Day is how would you feel if I bought you some cooking supplies for Mother's Day? At this point in my life, I would love it. Really? Yes. Like that. Honestly, I'm in my head. Like I can't stand our kitchen. What? And so I'm just like, damn, that's that's a shot. I don't. I don't like like I don't like the cabinets. Like I re- I really like I've been seeing so many people redoing their cabinets. Go for it, Queen. And I would redo the cabinets, but I don't think it would match the countertops. And I you think we would need to like replace the countertops in order to change the cabinets. So you need to call Henry Contractor. Um, Henry and Henry Contract. Shout out to Marcus. But <laughs> as far as like our kitchen appliances, like a lot of what we have is old and what? I feel like since we've been staying at home, obviously I've been cooking more. And okay. so, like, I know that there are, like, I literally can think of several kitchen appliances that I have my eye on. Like, like really nice um, kitchen appliances. Appliances? Like a dishwasher and an oven and a stove and shit like no, that? No, 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 no. Like, oh. I want, like, a really nice... You can go um, back to work. I want, like, a really nice, like, KitchenAid mixer. Indy, you don't even or, bake like that, though. It's just what I'm I saying. I did. I've baked a lot of stuff since we've been on quarantine. You baked two items. That's a lot. No. Well, maybe I would uh, bake more if you the, won't. If the little shitty hand mixer that I had didn't get flour all over the kitchen. Now, let me tell y'all about my wife, and you guys probably can relate out there to this as well. India has brilliant thoughts in her head about things that she wants to start. India, about... I'm going to say two to three weeks ago, it was during the quarantine, got a sewing machine from one of our friends. Oh, I haven't had time. I haven't had time to pick that hobby, hobby up. I still want to learn how to and sew. I wanted to learn how to sew. I, but that, when I the got homie that KR in. dropped it off, I said, bro, Indy's going to leave that sewing machine right where it is. Homie, I'm not lying. It's in the exact spot where you dropped it off. No, it's not. It's I'm talking about upstairs. how it's put together. It doesn't matter. When I first, he gave me that like during the second week of quarantine. Yes, he did. And I didn't have a lot of stuff going on then. Okay. And I didn't know within like the next couple of weeks, like my business was going to pick up. And I, I've been busy. Hey, yo, India, how was business? Booming. Oh, you know what to say. <laughs> that makes me so happy. So... I haven't. I just haven't had time. Now, granted, I still want to teach myself how to sew. Like that, that's okay. not something that I'm, I'm not planning to do anymore. I'm going to do it. It's just like I said. I've been. I've been busy. Okay. And I, I, I don't. I don't have the space for that or the capacity to teach myself how to sew right now. Okay. All right. I understand that. And the reason why I brought that up is because you asked me a question about Father's Day. Because as we all know, Father's Day is also coming up. I think it's, do you know when Father's Day is? Quiz. Pop quiz. Don't look it up on your phone. It's the... Nah, uh-uh. It's, it's the like, 18th? Nope. Hold on. So I can tell it's you have It's the 14th. Nope. It's the 21st. You got done right. It's the 21st. But okay. I can tell you haven't I was in the ballpark. even thought about getting me a gift. No. Up until. I me- did. I, because I asked you, would you want a grill? But and now. I was insulted. Why would you be insulted? Dads be wanting grills for Father's Day. Because I feel like a grill, while it's a great gift for some people, I feel like you're trying to make me cook. And you know cooking, like I, I love watching cooking television shows. Yeah, but you don't cook. But I love to watch. You know what I mean? Okay, but if I get if you, you a, grill, a grill, then you can put it to like, use. Yeah, but I feel like at that point, you're trying to make me work other than like leisure. What I got you for Mother's Day, it was a leisurely gift. It was something that you can enjoy on your leisure time. I have to go out there and actually wake up early, get on that hot ass grill, sit there, start smelling like Chaco. Bear, you're not the average man. What I know mean? a lot of men who would love a grill for Father's Day. Well, listen, that's Especially amazing. I'm like proud a, of them. Especially like a nice grill. And you had a nice grill and you let it go to shit. <laughs> nah, they um grill cover. It wasn't my fault. The that grill was cover your blew fault. Up. As nah. soon as the grill cover tore up, you should have just bought another one. Well, listen, you could, you know you know what I want for Father's Day? Mm-hmm. You should go ahead and give me one of those. 
Why some, would some I buy you gift. another uh, microphone? I love microphones now. All right, I'm having, addicted like, to microphones. like random microphones sitting in the house. That's crazy. I, have, I literally have six microphones in my house right now. But this new and at this day. point, we we gonna have to buy a grill this week because Memorial Day weekend is coming up. We ain't got nowhere to go, oh. and I want some barbecue that does not come from Martin's. I hope or y'all not going out Memorial Day doing too much. We, we we're gonna do something. See, we're gonna do something light. We're going hiking. I'm we gonna take just, the whole family hiking. We can literally just buy a grill. And grill out and buy a blow-up pool and stick it on the deck. That's too much. And I can sit there and eat barbecue in the pool and drink a beer. That's too much. Like, that's literally all I want to do for Memorial Day. All right. Sounds good, son. I think about doing that then. But I see I wanted to go hiking, you know, get us some great outdoors then. But I like the way you're thinking. We might do that. But let me go ahead and back up and talk about what I really came to talk about. I did want to just touch on that. So, mothers out there, if you didn't know, make sure you get your significant other, your baby dad, a Father's Day gift is coming up June 21st. Next week, when we get on IG Live, my relationship will be a list of items that you could potentially buy your man for Father's Day. And ladies, I don't mean any disrespect. If you are a single mom, you know, you had Mother's Day, you know, let, let that let that lay. You don't need Father's Day, too. I know a lot of single moms like to celebrate Father's Day. And I'm not trying to, you know, start a debate. Oh, I'm Lord. just saying, let the fathers have Father's Day, all right? That's all I want to say. That's it. You know what I mean? The now, fathers let... have Father's Day if they want to be fathers. Oh, here you go. But that doesn't mean <laughs> the mother has to go. Anyway, we can talk about that another. What I want to talk about is a good book. A lot of people have been reading this book and a lot of people have been um, suggesting this book all over the web. And I was like, man, I'm going to go ahead and get it. Now, a while ago, I think episode 98, Jasmine and Alex came on and they mentioned this guy. Yeah. Michael Todd. And I was messing with Jasmine like bamboo season. She kept talking about a damn bamboo season. And she was like, yeah, it's bamboo season. Anyway, so I went to look up Michael Todd and found out that he was a pastor um, of the, what's his church name? Shit, I forgot already. I had it um, in my head. I listened shoot. to the book a minute ago. Anyway, the Transformation Church. Oh, yeah, that is. Say, gonna come to me. <laughs> so yeah, Michael Todd from the Transformation Church. Um, I got his book, Relationship Goals. It's a phenomenal read. So if you are so far so good, I'm only on chapter two. But I wanted to get into it and I want to talk about some of the things that were mentioned in chapter one and kind of go in also chapter two. So we might do this until India and I finish the book. Have you started it yet? I was going to start it today. Y'all watch your torch. You know, you just... Queen, I was going to do something. First of all, yesterday, we were at odds up until about 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. And so, it just so happened that we were thinking the same thing. You was like, I just downloaded this book. And I was like, oh, I was going to download it and start it. And I was planning to start it today. Oh, I got to it, though. I got into what it. What chapter are you on? Two. I just... <laughs> put your phone down. I just told everybody... Oh, no. I was looking at the church. You did say two. But... Okay, well, can you just pause it until I catch up to chapter two? I think about it, but let me go ahead and get into something right now that um, Pastor Michael Todd mentioned. He mentioned that growing up, we are the same age, he and I. He mentioned that growing up that he didn't see a lot of... um, a lot of positive couples and what love, I'm paraphrasing here, and what love should look like on a grand scale. He 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 saw Martin and Gina. Mm. He saw hey, he mentioned a few more people, but I'm gonna kind of leave it right. Oh, Corey and Topanga, stuff like oh. that. So he was mentioning how he was growing up and he was seeing all these things, which made him think that that's how love should be. Like, that's how things should go. And I thought to myself, like, damn, like, that's really true. I don't think that I've ever had a conversation with my dad, with my mom on how to go about talking to a lady or how to go about um, receiving a lady in my life. And I think that's a disconnect between, like, the generation now and, well, it's not a disconnect, but it's something that we go, that we struggle with as men um, approaching a girl, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. how we should go about doing it, because we, oh, Fresh Prince. What we saw in, what we saw um, on, on Fresh Prince was Will always getting the baddest girl. Had the, ba- the best game. What do you say? Girl, your feet, your feet must be hurting, because you've been running through my mind all night long. Will Smith had that good game. So all <laughs> no, that type of not. shit. <laughs> So that's what we saw, and that's what kind of dictated the way that we as men approached women. 
Now, growing up and evolving, um, where we or how we approach women has to change and how we did must have changed. But I feel like that growing up, I never had it. I never had a conversation like that with my parents. Um, of what? I for sure didn't have those type of conversations with my parents. Um, I, I grew up in a dysfunctional household. Um, but with your parents, is it because like you don't think you had that example? I know a lot of parents try not to argue. Yeah, no. In right. front of their kids. And try not to problem problem solve in front of their children. Most definitely. And I think that a lot of people grow up thinking that their parents had a certain type of relationship, whether that be good or bad. But say, for instance, they grew up in a household, their parents never argued. Right. So they just, you know, automatically. For sure. I get what you're saying. Assume that that's how relationships were supposed to be. But, but it didn't mean that they weren't doing it. It was just that they didn't see it. You know what? So I'm going somewhere. Keep going. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say, so I think that very early on, we start to form unrealistic expectations in relationships. Yeah, I think we do. So with that being said, um, I basically had to, no, 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 let me back up. I don't think that my parents put on this facade, um, like, hey, everything is perfect. And with this, like, uh, I'm going to use it, Huxtable type family and just running around, everything's like perfect. No, I don't think that was the case. What I'm saying is as a man, we never were taught by our father figures, I don't think, how to speak or how to go about getting a girl. Not so much as looking at looking into my parents' relationship and say, hey, I'm gonna model my relationship like that. Now I'm saying even before then, like trying to talk to a girl, how do we figure out how to talk to a girl? For you, how did you figure out how to approach a boy? You know what I mean? I it think was, it was very rare that I ever approached a boy. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it's different. Um, it's different. Well, how would you? How would guys approach approached. you then in, in that situation? Oh, and was it some of the guys that have approached me? I'm like, who who raised you? Right. Like, and if you didn't come to me a certain kind of way, I would not talk to you. Mm-hmm. And but there's layers to that because a lot of men don't have father figures. Period. Mm. So they wouldn't know how to talk to a mom, especially, I mean, talk to a woman, especially if their mothers grew, you know, were raised them as single mothers. Right, for sure. Or, you know, whoever their parents or mothers were in relationships with wasn't like the ideal type of relationship. Most definitely. Because you can't tell me, it's, it's kind of like when I was being in high school. I would go to the movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm at the movies kicking it with my friends. And a guy tries to talk to me. And I'm like, nope, not interested. Even, no matter how nice I would say it. Like, I have been called a bitch so many times. Bitch. Yeah. For not wanting to talk to somebody. Like, j- you you stuck up bitch. Woo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just it would just fly off their lips. So... That's a learned behavior. Mm, I was so, Ralph Tresvan. I was sensitive. If Girl told not, me no, I would cry. If they're not learning that from the adult figures in their life, they're getting it from their friends. Right, You know, right. it's like, oh, my, my older cousin or my older That's brother. That's where I was about to get to. to okay, now we're like cooking. This, so we're cooking now, now I feel like I should talk to women like this. Or it's always, a, you know, I'm going to act like this because I want to seem cool. Or impress the homies or something, you know, yes. whatever like that. But th- there have been many guys that have tried to approach me. And if, if they didn't come to me correct, they did not stand a chance. Mm-hmm. So now we're cooking, all right? Even when you tried to talk to me. Oh, I was I was the utmost respectful. No, I'm saying. Utmost respect. Herb approached me. Right. For you. Not Not really, but go ahead. I mean, he did. I mean, not saying that you told him to do okay, it, yeah. but when he came up to me and said that you want to talk to me, I was like, well, why can't he say that? And then you came over to talk to me. 
Basically, yeah, that's how it went. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he, he, I didn't like, go over there and pull that girl's hair and tell her I like it. Nah, he was just, he was on that, on that, on that drink. Well, I'm, 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 but I'm just saying, right. like, like, I have always been very mindful of how I allow guys to talk to me and approach me. Okay. Now, with that being said, I learned everything that I know probably about how to talk to girls and everything from my older cousins and music, really, like you mentioned. Ronald, Pedro, um, Let's Chill, Guy, one of my favorite songs of all time. All the R&B you can imagine. I picked up all the, I'm an R&B super, I'm an R&B savant. Now, all the R&B now, with that being said, I want to switch gears. So, we're talking about Michael Todd, and he talked about all of that in the first chapter, like how guys approach and how men, even even women, how we look at um, what a couple should be growing up in the world. This is what we think. Mm-hmm. Now, I heard something else, switching gears completely, not completely, but switching gears on the flip side of that. I heard something on the internet, Boosie said something on the internet about a week ago, or even, yeah, yeah last week, about how, he, he mentioned a while ago about how he would get his son, his nephews, um, Peter sucked before they go out in the world. His son what? and his nephew's 13. Did I he think. really? Yeah. What he said? Maybe even 12. He said that he would give, get his son and his nephew for Lashio. Go ahead and get their old meat sucked off before. They, he would get a girl, an older woman, to let them come in and suck them off so they can know what it is. You have and no how it feels idea like. how I'm disgusted, like how disgusted I am. You by hear that. about this? No, I didn't. So like it, it literally makes like my like I'm cringing <laughs> right now. But at the I'm trying to show the contrast it. right now. So I'm trying to paint a picture to show the contrast. So we got Boosie over here telling you like, hey, this is what I'm doing for my son right now. Michael Todd telling you like, hey, this is the unrealistic expectation set by television that we saw. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm 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 with Michael Todd. <laughs> I don't think that that's a way. To parent your child, son or daughter, whatever. And regardless, that is exposing a a lot of (laughs) sad reality is that a lot of us were exposed to things that we had no business being exposed to. Mm, um, I like that. Way too early. You have to let kids be kids. Yes. And so... Like with the boosty situations, like you, you're forcing yeah. these kids to grow up. Yep, you're forcing these women to these young boys to look at women in a negative light. So in that situation, like how do you not not even that situation? Um, as a mom, I would say when you find out something like that, like what steps are you gonna take? Um, to get your son, are you are you trying to remove your son from his father in in in, in this situation? Yes, I figured you would say yeah. I even asked that question. Yes, that's a, yes, until, that's like a rhetorical until, question until, for you. Until his dad goes to get help somewhere, because like you you're not about to be introducing my 12 year old son yeah. to this type of thing. Now, granted, there's only so much that we can do as parents. The moment that we allow them to step outside of our homes mm-hmm. and go to school, you know. They're just exposed to things. Like, I didn't have those type of conversations with my parents. And I wasn't exposed to, like, sexual things from anybody in my family, really. Okay. But when I got to middle school, oh, so-and-so got caught having sex in dance in a dance room. Hmm. That was, like, my first introduction to it. Right. I wasn't doing any of that stuff. Like, I wasn't even thinking about it then. And see, I feel like the same. I feel the same way you feel. I feel like that you're exposing them to something that they might not even be interested in right now. Yeah, like you're showing them um, a world and you're kind of opening up Pandora's box to anything. Like anything could happen at that point. You don't know. And for you to bring an older woman in, listen, I, boosting my guy, love his music, but that kind of decision I feel like is um, toxic and detrimental to the way those kids are going to end up growing up and how they're going to see women and also how they're going to perceive a woman and what a, and what a woman is supposed to do. He can literally go to jail with, for that. Yeah, that's what everybody was saying. Why Like, why would he even say that out loud? Like, know. he can literally go to prison. Somebody can literally come and take his kids. I have no earthly idea, but that's exactly what he said, and I thought you heard about it already, and you just didn't bring it up to me. But no, sure. absolutely not. If I ever find out that anybody around my kid is speaking like that, 
I'm going to lose it. Oh, yeah, most definitely, especially at that age. I mean, like you said, kids will be kids, and they're going to talk about it. Now the internet is so wide open, you can find whatever you need and to I'm find. And I'm not saying you shouldn't talk to the kids about the quote-unquote birds and the bees, but for him to just say, oh, I'm going to have his, I'm going to get his dick sucked. Get it's like, slob, what it's are we cool, doing man. here? What What type of little people are we raising yeah. here? That's not, yeah, that's not it. That's not because it. Because so. then what happens is that those boys, you know, 12, 13, they like to brag and stuff. So oh, they, everybody's they, they going to know. They go tell it back to their friends. Oh. Most definitely. You know, I got head, head from this old woman. Now he got his friends. I mean, hopefully, you know, their friends have strong <laughs> minds of their own. But a lot of kids simply don't at that age. Nah, we all want to do it. We all, Man, you did. Where she at? Point her out. I'm trying to get some H-E-A-D. So now head. they're looking for sex. You know what I'm saying? So, it, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> we can, People got to be better parents, man. Like, yeah, we're too old for this. I saw that, and I, and, and, and I wanted to bring that up. Now I'm going to switch gears completely. We're we going to talk about Michael Todd's book a little more. I thought you were kind of reading along with me, but now that I know you're not, your homework, India, <laughs> is by next, the next time we do an IG Live podcast, I need you to at least be on Chapter 4 so we can talk about Oh, because I'm not going to get into chapter two, because chapter two is good. It's about AIM. That's all I'm going to say. A-I-M. Read it. If you haven't read it, check it out. We're going to do another deep dive, a deeper dive. Okay, it was a, kind so of a small deep next dive. Next week. If yeah, I, I thought you already talked about I thought you already had started on it. We too. literally just talk, talked about this like 12 hours ago. <laughs> and I'm already on chapter two. I'm going through it. Now... I do want to ask a question to everybody out there. Like, what do you do when sorry is not enough? What do you say or what happens when I'm sorry just isn't enough? Actions. Mm, I like that. At the end of the day, I'm sorry is just, it's a phrase. Okay. And so you saying that I'm sorry constantly and showing no action mm. it's like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me it's it, it's like or however the phrase the, the saying goes if you're not putting any action behind the apology and showing yeah. any effort that you're not gonna do the same mistake again mm-hmm there's no point in you apologizing for it. Because I mean, honestly, not, if you apologize for something and you do it again, are you were you ever really sorry? No. Now, see, I don't like that phrase. Because now people can make the same mistake. I hate when people say, you can't make the same mistake. Yes, you can. People can legitimately make the same mistake twice. You can put your trust in people that you shouldn't have. Women do it all the time. Let's just keep it buck a buck. Y'all run back to the, y'all run head first into that toxic relationship time after time. You know he cheated on you one time. You know he told you he didn't want X, Y, Z, and you're going to run right back over there. Boop, head first. Hit your head again. So That's not all you women. can make, not all women, but let's be real. You can make the same mistake twice. Now, I feel like action's perfect against, but when that, well, when your significant other or when your partner is not being receptive, to those actions, then how do you maneuver? You I have mean, to be patient. You can't put a timeline on forgiveness. It's true. You you cannot force me to go back into me being normal and happy after you were the one to mess up. It's true. So it's true. you can you can apologize, but it's on my terms when I get to forgive. Okay, I, I'm I rolling. Like you know it. it I don't think that that's how apologies should work. I don't think that that's how forgiveness should work. You cannot, and I, if we're talking about relationships, guys do that all the time. Oh, so I know it's I like, do. I'm guilty. Guys, you know, they mess up. They they say I'm sorry, and then they're like, okay, back to normal, we go. And then if the person has not healed from that mistake, they have a hard time understanding why this person has not healed, but. My forgiveness is not up to you, and you can't put a timeline on how long it takes for me to heal from a situation despite your apology. While I agree with that, 
there's only so many times that my actions are going to get denied or they're going to are they going to be um kind of shunned or very unresponsive i'm going to get a very unresponsive um 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 action back you know what i'm saying unresponsive reaction back i'm sorry so what i'm saying is only so much after i'm sorry then comes the actions but when the actions are not being reciprocated then i'm going to get frustrated i'm going to be like all right listen man now I'm, i'm done with trying so now i have to wait on you to come around i think there's something to be said about um the other person meeting that person halfway no, I feel no, I don't agree with that. I feel like okay. that you should be patient. You can be only so only so patient until you get frustrated as well. It's I can't keep trying to make the situation better when all I'm getting is a no, no, a no. How many times would you go out and you and and you apply for a job and they keep telling you no, 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 and you go back to and you go back and apply for the same damn job? It's probably going to be like twice. And after that, you're going to be like, all right, man, cool. I'm taking my talent somewhere else. If it's a relationship that you truly care about, then you will be persistent and and do what it takes. Like relationships are not easy work. So you can't mess up one day, apologize the next day and expect things to go back to normal the third day. And it's crazy because I know that's how you truly believe, because I remember us getting into it like years and years ago when I was still in college. Yes. He was like, well, I apologize once and... You know, it's it. You just not um, being receiving, re- yeah, re- yeah. being receptive of the apology, and it's like you cannot put a timeline on my feelings after you were the one who hurt them. Listen, that's true, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. That's why I'm apologizing, and I want to make things better. But in order for me to make things better, I'm going to need you to receive it. I can't give it to you if you don't want to receive it i need you to open your heart up and let me in that's you get- that lazy love ain't no, no lazy love when you turn over to the side and pull your panties and then i just give you three strokes no that's lazy love that's being lazy in a relationship and that's not that's you not putting in the work no i put in the work what i'm saying is when the work is getting getting put in, I still want some acknowledgement for the work that I've been putting in. Why do you why do you care so much about acknowledgement at that point? Because no 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 not not acknowledgement is like hey you're doing a good job acknowledgement on the fact that you are that you are actually receiving what I'm doing and you can see what I'm doing. I don't want you to be like hey keep it up buddy you're doing a good job I'm almost ready to 100 percent forgive you no 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 I just want you to be like all right. I see he's trying in your head and be like, I'm going to lean into it. Because right now when you get mad, you lean out of it. But I want you to lean into the forgiveness actions and accept it. I think that's your ego talking. Nah, it ain't no ego. I do think that's your ego talking. Because it's like you can do something, you can apologize, and I can say, okay, I forgive you. But it's going to take me some time. And so for you to flip it and then get upset because I'm not acting in a way that you want me to after you were the one that messed up it's selfish so that's why i said that's where patience comes in because it's like you have to be patient in this situation you have to understand that nobody heals overnight okay from pain i understand it so it's not gonna be an overnight fix and it's like you know just just be respectful of the fact that i need some time to get over this Mm -hmm. and you know i'll eventually come around you keep putting in the work and then i'll come around but it, it won't be like an overnight fix but just like i'm putting in and working just like you want me to give you some time i also want you to open up and be and 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 notice what I'm doing. I don't want you to be like... That's what I mean where ego comes in it. Because it's like, why do you need so much acknowledgement that you're doing the work? It's like, you can just, just do the work. I don't have to say, I recognize that you're trying to make up for all the wrongdoings. I misspoke. I didn't mean notice as in verbalizing it and saying it. I mean notice it. And then, like I mentioned, your body language, open yourself up. If I say, hey, let's do X, Y, Z, you say, okay, let's do it. Instead, I may bring something like that to you. And if you're, if you're that upset, you're going to look at me and say, nah, 
I'm cool. I don't want to do that right now. And that's the type of energy that I don't want. I want the energy that, hey, I see. Your energy can tell me. You, you're all about energy. Let your energy show it. Well, that's different. Okay. That's that's different. How is that different than what I just said? No. no well, you just explained it differently then. Well, because I mean, well, if, if, if we're trying to work through it. Well, yeah. Okay, so... You can apologize and we can agree to work through it. Yep. What I'm saying is that you can't be upset if every day isn't progressing in the way that okay. you want it to progress. Right. But in order for us to progress, you also have to be willing to let me end and show you the progress I'm trying to make. I can't I can't progress and you're not willing to Open yourself up to the progression. Okay. Come on now. Progress. I had to hit the button on there. So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and move on to my favorite segment and put a bow on that. When sorry is not enough, you got to show some actions. But in order for me to show actions, I need you to be receptive to what I'm doing. Here we go. Let's get down with it. Now, unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. So, this week, B Love's relationship. Tip is brought to you by the great smooth flavor, the great taste of bread. I need me a Red Bull right now. You need you a Red Bull sponsorship the way that I you need be calling a out. Red Bull because it's gloomy <laughs> outside. I don't like the way it looks. It is very gloomy. And I feel like when it's gloomy, the podcast episode kind of get in. But we're gonna pick it up right now. So I was thinking about <laughs> that's not how this episode has I, been. I just be talking. I just be talking. <laughs> so I was I was researching about the things we've been going through. I was like, man, Indy and I, we really hit a rough patch. I.e., that's the name of last week's episode. Go back and check it out. We've hit a rough patch. So I'm like, man, are we the only person? And then I did this before that. Um, I Googled it and I'm like, nah. It's a whole article, and it's called The Five Stages of Being Quarantined with Your Partner. Okay. It's a five-stage thing. So my tip is you are not alone. Which stage we are we in We are here there? with you. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> so stage one is that blissful stage. You know, when you quarantine, you're like, oh, I'm about to get to work from home for how long? I don't got to come into the office. I get to be around my woman all day. We're going to have sex in the daytime. We're going to do all of that. <laughs> oh, it's going down. So you can't wait every five minutes. You turn around. She right there. You grabbing them cheeks and you getting under them sheets. That's the first stage. So I would give that probably like a, a week. Week and a half. I would say it's probably definitely like the first week. Week, week and a half. <laughs> then by midweek of the second week. Of the second week. week. Okay. Come stage two. Okay. Stage two is annoyance. You look at me, I'm looking at you. I'm like, man, why does she, why are you leaving bowls out? Why are you still leaving your, your underwear on the, why don't you go to the bathroom and then just, just leave tissue all around? Everything I see annoys me. I don't like the way you tie your shoe. I don't like the way you hold your phone. I don't like the way you chew. Everything just gets on your nerves. Not to the fact that you want to leave the person, but you're looking at this person like, I didn't know you did that. You chew loud as hell. So then after annoyance, you just pissed off. Stage three, it probably comes in about week four. Now you're in like week, in the middle of week, I mean, in the top of week four. Stage three, struggles with mental health. Now you think you are going absolutely crazy because you can't go outside. You want to go out and see some other people beside your loved ones. You're like, man, I need human interaction because if I don't, these walls are going to cave in on me and I'm going to absolutely lose my shit. That's what stage three is. So you have to beware of mental health issues. If you have them, I apologize. Now, stage four. This is where India and I currently are living. Stage four, conflict. Found that you and your partner are bickering more than usual after the first few weeks of quarantine. And you are not alone. It's many of people right now who are in stage 
four. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. I say, if you sneeze one more time, I'm we're going to get a divorce. She's like, well, divorce <laughs> me then, nigga, because I don't want you anyway. So it's like all type of shit going on. This is this where we're living right now. <laughs> That's where India and I have camped out for the last two weeks. I'm not even lying to y'all. Everything mm-hmm. has led up to stage four. Now, the good thing about stage four, you know what they say. When it rains, brings a rainbow. So here we go. Stage five, growth. Growth. There's one thing that experts all agree on, and it's the importance of personal space and also growth with your partner when you guys are together. So stage five, you take all of that built up frustration from stage one, I'm sorry, from stage two, three, and four, you kind of figure out how to maneuver around each other. And then stage five brings growth. You build together. Now you know. And I'll be honest with you. I've seen us step in and out of stage five in between stage four and five this last week. Like we've been, hey, we're going to stage five. Nope. Stage four. Here we are. (laughs) Shit. We're going to stage five. Nope. mm -mm, I don't think so. We're going to sit in stage four a little while longer. So we're teetering between stage four (laughs) and stage five. Hopefully by next Friday, we'll be clearly in stage five. Um, So that's my tip. My tip is basically saying you are not alone. And this article is amazing. I will post it on our Instagram so you guys can check it out. But it's called the five stages of being quarantined. I guess the good news is some states are open right now. So you can go out a little bit. You can kind of parlay. But I ain't going out. I ain't getting that first round of Rona. And these folks want freedom so bad. Mm -mm. They can go go kiss the first round of Rona while they're grabbing their freedom. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm straight. I am cool. So I'm we will be bickering be between four and five a little while longer, you guys. Yeah, because I'm probably not going anywhere until closer to July. Yeah, I'm I'm inside. Like yes, probably yeah. at least end of June. I will say this. Um, some barbershops are open and I will be wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be real with y'all. Just I was one-on-one conversation like, with that one. I think I might, you know, go get a Brazilian. <laughs> Sometime soon Girl The hair down there Looks like the hair On top of your head Are you ready? I'm talking to your head Let's do it <laughs> Let her upgrade you What would India do? Ho W-W-I-D What would India do? Kick it How the fuck do you date Ooh. As an adult? <laughs> that came in hot Backstory. I'm 33, about Mm. to be divorced, Mm -mm. and have never truly dated. I've been with my soon-to-be ex-wife for 11 years, and prior to that, it was college. No one really dates. It's all hookups and late-night calls. Even with my soon-to-be ex-wife, we were friends with benefits for a good two years before we actually started dating. Tell them. And at that point, we got all the awkwardness of dating out of the way and moved in together within two months. That's where you messed up. Fast forward to now. How the fuck do you date as an adult in your 30s? I'm trying Tinder and Hinge, but 90% of these accounts are either fake or not my type. All of my matches either don't message me or don't respond to my messages. I'm not looking for hookups or one-nighters, nor... Am I looking for long term? Literally, just looking for someone cool to hang out with, have a few beers, and binge some binge watch some shows. Mm. Maybe explore the city. Shit, I'm really looking for a female friend to spend time with. And my account reflects that. I probably I guess his his Tinder account reflects that. Oh, okay. Um, I've never been on a blind date or a true first date, and am completely lost. Out as to how to do this. Mm-hmm. Point being, it's 2020. 20. What the F is up with dating these days and how do I meet people without going to bars and getting drunk with them? We should have had cuz on the singles. Where were you, my man? You could have came so, on a singles episode. First of all, I could be wrong, but I think that Tinder is for hookups. You're wrong. No. Nah, it's not book up. It's for like you know. Every person that I've ever known to be on Tinder said Wrong. that all the people on there 
We're just looking for hookups. Camille and James. But I, I don't think, I think that's like a once in a. Lauren and Jeff. Oh, did they meet up on Tinder yeah, too? Okay. I think. Well, it doesn't even seem like he's looking for that though. Nah, he wants like, a buddy. Th- those two, one of those couples that you named are married. The other couple that you married is engaged. Engaged, right. So he's literally just looking for a friend. And then the other homegirl on Coffee Meets Bagel. And then Jessica. Yeah, yeah, very true. I don't know what Hinge is, though. That's what, that's what we did this whole show about Hinge. Was it Hinge? Yeah. What was the other one? There were, No, there was two. Nah, Jessica, we did Hinge, but Jessica went on um, Plenty of Fish and found somebody. But that's where she found her boyfriend, right? right? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I'm not sure how you date in your 30s because... You're not dating in your thirties. I don't even know why you read that question out loud. Um, but I think that when it comes to just finding somebody to chill with, I think that kind of comes naturally. And even if you do go to a bar, whenever you're able to go to a bar and meet a girl, you don't have to go home and have sex with her. Mm-mm. And we said last time two of the best places I think would be mutual friends, like going out to house parties, going to visit your mutual friends. I think that well, not mutual friends going to going to your friend's house and then meeting somebody that way. I yeah, mean, it I, will be mutual. I friend. just I don't know if dating apps is the place for you to just find a friend that you want to drink, have a good time and with, yeah. binge watch shows with. Like that could literally be a sister. Like it doesn't seem like you're looking you know for much his, of anything. His aim is off. That's what's wrong with him. He needs to work on himself first because he just got out of a marriage. So yeah, you may need to take some time too. to it's, work on yourself, my guy. It's like your Relax. marriage isn't even finalized yet. So why He's ready. are you so chomping eager at the bits? to find somebody to kick it with right now? Yeah, he's ready to get back out there and kick it, man. Just look, relax a little bit. Have fun. If you meet somebody, cool. If you don't, cool. But you need to kind of chill, take time back for yourself because guess what? You got to heal individually. Well, and it's like you just said you've been in a relationship for 11 years. Like, God forbid you and I ever break up because, like, we're 10 years now, 10 years in now. I don't want to just hop in. I don't want to. I probably don't want to talk to anybody after all that time. Would you want to get married again? Would you want to get remarried? Absolutely. You would? Yes. Let's say, all right, hypothetically speaking. Five years down the road, boom, mm-hmm. it don't work out. We mm-hmm. divorce. You would get remarried five years down the road. Yeah, if 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 it if it worked out like that, yes. I'm gonna I keep would. it real with y'all. I would do like the Oprah. You know what I mean? I would just have a companion. I'm not afraid of love though. And I'm not and I'm not afraid of, not afraid of I'm not afraid of starting over. I'm not afraid of starting over, but I just I don't think I would do it. I mean, I don't know. But anyway. I just no. asked that question. Yeah. If, I mean, if, like I said, God forbid we we don't work out and we get a divorce. I'm not staying single for the rest of my life. Oh, I ain't no. staying single now. I'm, I'm, well, but I don't want no I'm long-term boyfriend either. So okay. I'm going to work on myself so that I can make sure that I'm, you know, presenting the best like version it. of myself to whoever I decide to date next. I'm rocking with it. And yeah, if, if like I said, if it... If it Came to it, yes, I would get married again. That is, Indy. Indy wants to get married to somebody else, y'all. My feelings are hurt. Oh, whatever. What Let's am I supposed uh, to do? <laughs> Just sitting there wishing, like, oh my gosh, wishing like, that I, wish I was your own nigga. tell the people where they can find you, man. Tell them. Indy on Instagram, shoppingtheboutique.com. Now you can find me at Love nineteen eleven on all social platforms be sure check out she and i podcast on instagram leave us a message like i mentioned earlier she and i podcast at gmail.com we will be going live this saturday i don't know the time i let indy always the nine o'clock i guess we will be going live this Saturday, so y'all tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. And every time we go live on IG, we love to be interactive. So, hey, it's what it's all about. Y'all come on, interact with us, and we'll talk about how things shape up and ship out. In the meantime, thank y'all for tuning in. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, she, I, she, I, 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 I